Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Greenfield, where real people connect. Hello and welcome back to the Matrix Greenpool podcast. I'm Hilmarie Hutchison and today I am thrilled to introduce two remarkable individuals who bring unique perspectives and experiences to our conversation. We have Vyance Boone-Turnis, a dedicated executive search consultant with a wealth of expertise in senior management placements across the Middle East, and we are joined by her son, Surya Boone-Turnis a 14-year-old Dubai-born enthusiast who has embraced resilience and learning in the face of change. Vyans and Surya, welcome and thank you both so much for joining me today. Hi, Hilmarie. Pleasure to be here. So diving right in, please tell our audience a little bit about yourselves and your background, and you can choose who starts first. I'll start. I'm Vianz. I'm mom of a 14-year-old, Belgian, moving to Dubai 20 years ago, and we've made the UAE as our home. Thanks to your introduction, I am in the executive search world. Yeah, that's a little bit about myself. I am Surya Ternis. I am born and raised here in Dubai. I was originally in physical school up until grade five. And during COVID, I made the change to switch to online schooling with Kings Inter High. Excellent. Thank you both very much. So Vianz, can you share your journey in executive search consultancy and what motivated you to specialize in senior management positions, especially in the Saudi Arabian market? My journey into the executive search world started in 2005. In 2003, I came to Dubai to be a sales executive for the Jumeirah Group Hotel. And one of my clients said, you know, instead of selling hotel rooms, why don't you sell opportunities to people to come to the UAE and to the Middle East region at that time? And so that's the switch that I made in 2005. And I have predominantly stayed in that world where we are recruiting individuals from across the world to come to the Middle East. It was a booming place back in, I mean, still is, but back in the early, the mid 2000s. And about 10 years ago, I made the switch where I concentrated in the Saudi Arabian market. As you know, today, it's no longer a black box. It's an open book, even an open book, but a box that a lot of people are starting to look into and be intrigued about the Saudi Arabian market. The reason why I predominantly choose the the senior is just the type of roles that we do or the type of service would be more suitable to companies headhunting senior executives. The lower ones, they tend to have more of a their own network. It's more about the senior ones that we can try to attract coming to the region. Certainly, Saudi Arabian market is going crazy right now. There's a lot of action happening there. Definitely. So Surya, you mentioned in your intro about your change. You've certainly had a unique experience transitioning to online learning during COVID. Can you tell us about the shift and how this has affected your education and your perspective on learning? I made the switch during COVID because I, when we did the three months or the beginning of 2020, I enjoyed the online schooling. And I really wanted to um, continue it. So we did a lot of searching and came across Kings into High. When I joined, it was a little bit different than the original online schooling that I had experienced, but it was still as good as expected. It has affected my perspective on learning as I have had to be a little bit more independent with online schooling because I'm not actually at the school. I wake up a lot later. 
I do also finish a little bit later, different timings from my friends, but it has also unlocked a lot of opportunities for me to do different outdoor activities, which I wouldn't have been able to do in physical school. For example, I go surfing some of the weekends in the winter. I also go to the beach three times a week in the afternoon for sort of lifeguard activities and lifeguard training. In terms of the education between physical middle school and online high school, I do enjoy it. It's a bit different, a lot of homework, but like I said, I have a lot of more free time with my class timings. Certainly a very interesting perspective. I know a lot of young people found it a really difficult time to transition to online learning during the COVID period and Many of them could not wait to get back to the classroom. Why was your experience so different? Amongst my friends, a few of us did enjoy the homeschoolings. Others, not so much. They enjoyed being at school, you know, being at physical school instead of being at home all day. But in my case, I really did enjoy staying at home, a lot more free time. And also it was a lot easier since my mom also works from home. So it was definitely a lot more easier difference. Okay, let me ask you this. You've mentioned quite a lot of positives. You can sleep later, you can do more activities, you've got more time. What's the downside? There are, of course, a few downsides. It is that I stay home all day. I know some of my friends don't exactly like to do that. Another downside, I would say, is probably I do finish later than my friend's school. Also, I think I have a little bit more homework than my friends in physical school as our classes are 40 minutes instead of one hour, a little bit more jammed, a little, but otherwise those are some of the main cons. But another one is they don't actually have any physical education options. Like I know in physical school, they have PE. That is not an option with online schooling. Okay, so there's definitely pros and cons to doing the online schooling. Vians, what challenges do parents face when searching for the best education program that suits their children, especially in today's diverse educational landscape? I think today's, with the options that we get, not only in the olden days, you would go to school, it wasn't a traditional manner of you go to school, you memorize the work, or then you go home and there's that routine of old. Today, the youngsters, I find they are a lot more knowledgeable and probably in- more informative than some of the adults these days. Let me go back to Surya again. Can you tell us about how your choice of education has changed your life and shaped your love for learning and exploration? For me, with the online schooling change, it has opened a lot of opportunities for me. I'm able to travel a lot more because pretty much all I need is Wi-Fi and power and that's it. My Wi-Fi, my laptop. Uh, let's see. What else do I love about it? I would say the schedule. The schedule is a lot more open and free. I've also introduced a lot more hobbies to my schedule as well, my calendar. That's perfect. Has it diminished your love of learning though, or has it increased your love of learning? I think I stand between either neutral or increased my love for learning. I'm supposed to be a lot more independent, uh, a lot more research required for certain subjects, which I love doing. So yeah, definitely a positive for my love of learning. Yeah, I can see that the independence that you get and the more responsibility that's put on you, because if you don't do the homework, if you don't do the research, there's no one to spoon feed you. You've got to do a 
lot of that on your own. I love the idea of being able to travel more. I think that's something I hadn't thought about. One of the great advantages of doing online learning, that you're not limited to a specific location. You can travel and still keep up with your schoolwork. I don't think the school that we have chosen is not the usual homeschool in such a way that, you know, there's nobody there to to follow up or chase you. That's not the case. I think with King's Inter High, it is run like a normal school where you, as a parent, you need to make sure that your child goes to school. In our case, make sure that he's behind the computer at a certain time. It's all about the teacher. You know, they're making sure they are attending the classes, life lessons, the homeworks are being submitted. Parents have direct access to their grades. If they miss, you get a mention straight away saying there's a concern, your child has not submitted this, or if they have received a reward, you will also be told. So it's not really completely on your own. It's more of a collaboration from a parent to say to make sure your the child attends the class virtually, but it's the school will then take over and making sure that, you know, homeworks are being marked accordingly and making sure that the child is there. And if not, then the parents are being informed about it. So it's not like uh, there's any risk of any student being left behind or falling behind. I think this is not the old fashioned, what a lot of people would figure out from homeschooling. This is a normal online, uh, the ones that we have chosen is a normal online schooling. It's just that physically we are home and the teachers and the classmates are all across the world. So let's stay with you, Vians. From a mother's perspective, how does your education choice for your child impact his future career or university prospects? I think it has a huge impact. And the fact that he is now in an environment where, yes, is a virtual and yes, there is more independent to make sure that, you know, that's not independent. Self-discipline is there will only help him later on when he goes to university, because when you're at university, you would be the same where there is no spoon feeding from your parents continuously. You have to have that self-motivation to continue research, to continue to do your work. I think in cases where parents wants to combine the child's interest that is combined with education, this is a very good combination, if I'm call it that way. For example, if your child likes to do to do anything with aviation, for example, like in our case with Surya, we could say, okay, you are going to school doing aviation engineering, but in your daytime or in your gap between the classes, you could do other classes or other tutoring that will enhance your interests that will only be a more beneficial when you go to university because you've been able to combine academically and then you combine it with your hobby to pursue to what you want to do later in life. I'll come back to Surya. Does your online learning enable you to have practical experiences, for example, science experiences? That is a good question. It's also part of one of the downsides with online learning. We don't have a science lab, you know, at everyone's house. It is, that's um, one thing that we lack with online learning. If you're a student that really loves that part of school, that science part, that is not available. However, King's Inta High, which is school I'm at, has recently introduced tests and practice for AI and VR technology for students. I believe last year or at the beginning of this year, they began uh, test batches for students to give their feedback on how the VR experience is, which would unlock a little bit of some of the practical experiences from school. 
such as science, chemistry and all. I can't give you a feedback on that as I was, I did not apply to be one of the test students. I believe it is going well and it probably will end up as an official part of the learning next year. Very interesting. So they are trying to look at different ways to bring the practical side also to students who are learning at distance. Fiance, what advice would you give to parents looking to find the best educational resources to support their children in today's fast-changing world? I think as a parent, we should not exactly think of what we think is good for the student or for the child, I think is an open communication with your child and to see what they like and what they don't like in education. So some children might be very academic, but then they lack, for example, the physical activity side of their life. And it could be the opposite. So I think a combination of you want the best for your child, but also listening to your child's wishes can only help you then later on determine what kind of educational resources you may want to have for the children. I think it also shows, for example, a family that likes to travel a lot. You don't want to limit them by saying, you know, we can't travel because, you know, there's a school tie up that you need to attend to. With the practicality of today's having the variety of online schooling, homeschooling being accepted, it used to be the case of, you know, you're homeschooled, you're like, oh, you're in the corner type of thing. That's not the case. The world is changing so fast that the flexibility of learning is there. So you need to see what fits best for the family. What does your child really want to do and whether that child actually wants to to do it in listening to your child being in the driving seat, I think it's more important than the parents telling them this is what you need to do because this is the family tradition of to do X, Y, Z, for example. Yeah, I think that's a very balanced approach. We don't need to say this is the way it's always been done. The world is changing. Technology is making things a lot different. So why not tap into that and help that to improve the quality of our lives. I mean, that's the whole point of technology. Thank you both so much for sharing your experiences. Now we've come to the segment of our show where I'll ask you some rapid fire questions, our version of a game show. Are you ready? Let's see. So for you, Vianz, in three words, describe your approach to building long lasting client relationships. Transparency, proactiveness, and Probably good listener. Very good. Surya, what is your dream surfing location? I am not someone who likes the large Nazare waves. I do prefer longboarding, so I will take Bali. Very nice. Vianza, one word to describe your leadership style. Empowerment. Surya, what's an adventurous goal you have in mind for the future? That would be travel parts of the world in my own plane. That is ambitious. I love it. And a question for both of you. What is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you get? I think we try to, at the end of the day, to go back and at least have a conversation at the dining table. What was your good and what was your bad day? And then try to unload our frustrations, but at the same time, sharing the good days, the good items of what happened in the day. Very good. And for you, Surya? I was going to go with that answer, but I'll take, usually watch an episode or two at the end of the day in the evening of a series altogether. Very nice. Thank you very much for playing along. That was easy enough. Before we wrap up, we would like to do our green pool moment. So could you share an inspiring or life-changing experience that you have gone through your green pool moment? I think my green pill moment took place about 21 years ago when I was 
sitting in a cold Scotland at the end of my internship, not knowing where I would go, having worked, having studied in Australia, and then came to Scotland for six months. And then I thought, you know what? Where am I going to go next? I sent out my CV to Dubai, a country that I did or city that I did not want to go to a year before that. And I took a chance and said, let me go and see where the future takes me. I uh, landed a job two weeks later. And on Chris, on Valentine's Day of 2003, I arrived in Dubai and I've never looked back. And I think coming to 21 years in the UAE was probably uh, one of the best thing I have ever done. My green pill moment at that time was also the fact that everybody else was telling me why you go to the Middle East. The war, I think, in Iraq at that time was about to erupt. Nobody has been there, any of the family, but my parents were the only one that was saying, go. And if the country or the city was really in trouble, they would not be hiring new hires. Take it and just go with the flow. So I think that's what has gone in my life. Go with the flow. And every time there's a frustration part of our work, our life, I hear that sentence again, go with the flow and life will take you where you're meant to be. Excellent. Very nice. And for you, Surya, have you had any green pool moments in your life? If I had to say one, I'd probably say making the switch from physical school to online school definitely altered my future. Excellent. Thank you so much for having joined me today. It's been a really fascinating conversation. Your stories and insights are truly inspiring. You both certainly bring a very unique perspective to our conversation. Now, before we say goodbye, could you please tell our listeners where they can find and follow you? And we'll also put this in the show notes. You can find me on LinkedIn by the name of Vianz Boone. If there's anybody that I can help you with in terms of executive work or even conversations regarding the transitioning of going online schooling, you'll find me on LinkedIn. Surya has actually have his own Instagram account where he shares his photography. His love for photography has increased during this last three years of being an online because it gave him more opportunity to take photos in between classes with the traveling. Uh, he's been able to take photos. So his handle on Instagram is E-M-G-T underscore photography. Ah, that's it. We'll let you know about the line also. Okay, that sounds good. You mentioned about photography. We completely forgot to even talk about that. I know that's a passion for Surya. So yes, I'm happy you mentioned that. And our audience can go and have a look at his Instagram page and see the kinds of images he's taken. Thank you both again. I will definitely be following your journey. And I really appreciate you both being here today. Thank you so much, Hilmarie. Thank you for having us. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.